And now for breaking news from the Aldonzo and D show here at the Skyhammer Studio on Cities 92.9. A Secret Service report from July 24th states that Michelle and Barack Obama's personal chef, Tafari Campbell, walked in on Michelle Obama while she was in the shower. I have just been informed of an erection, I mean correction, 45-year-old Tafari Campbell was found dead in a paddleboarding incident in Martha's Vineyard. That's why Roger Pedactor is dead! He found Captain Winky! Boogie! Coming at you from the Skyhammer Studios here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. This is the El Donzo and D Show. You have insanity in my earpiece. I am El Donzo. Uh, I'm Dees. And welcome back to the show. Uh, we're coming at you on a beautiful Saturday morning here on Cities 92.9 from the Skyhammer Studios. Uh, first thing, I want to give a shout out real quick to our sponsor for the show, Enviroseal. If you have sunken concrete slabs, patios, driveways, give these guys a call. They can come in. They use a polyurethane foam. They jack up the slabs, or as El Donzo likes to say, pump up the slabs, pump them up. They'll get them jacked up for you, get them leveled out. They'll be ready to drive on the same day. Do you know what else they do, Dees? No. Sorry, you caught me in a drink. I caught you in a drink. Yeah, well, you can't drink all day if you don't start early in the morning. Enviroseal also does spray foam insulation, commercial, residential. So for all your slab jacking and spray foam insulation needs, give those guys a call at 309-275-6303 for Enviroseal. Also want to give a shout out to some new fans we've got and some new listeners and new subscribers. The first one is Franklin listening from Bloomington, Illinois. And the second one is Lennox, probably the youngest listener we've got. I'm sure his parents are very proud of him for listening to the El Donzo and D show. Either that or they're really disappointed. One of the two. I don't know. But giving a shout out to the new fans and new listeners we've got for the show. All right. So reference in the opener. Dees has got this story. Uh, the Tafari Campbell, can you give us some insight into what's going on with this? Yeah, Tafari Campbell was a 45-year-old chef, and he was uh, he worked for the Obama administration uh, while they were in office. And when they left, uh, they apparently just liked him so much that they took him uh, with them to be their personal chef. They were on vacation at Martha's Vineyard. And uh, yeah, he, according to eyewitnesses, Lost his balance, fell off the paddleboard, wasn't wearing a uh, vest or wasn't strapped to the board as they... He wasn't strapped on is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. something like that. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, he drowned. And the weird thing about it, I mean, we we make light of it or whatever in the, the open. The weird thing about it was initial reports were that the Obamas were nowhere around. How convenient. Well, it then came was, out. Was Hillary Clinton around, though, was right. my question. It then came out that they were, in fact, on the island, um, maybe not necessarily in the house, and police reports have been a, a bit redacted. It's just kind of cloudy. Like, it, it's fun for material, and it may be nothing, but I don't get why all the secrecy. They won't, they won't comment on where exactly Obama was. Like... I don't know. It's just some weird speculation out there. Like, just just come out and say it. Like, you know. Well, I mean, it, it could be weirder if, weirder if uh, he was supposedly mugged and shot 
or he committed suicide by putting two bullets in the back of his own head. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, it could be stranger that happened with, uh, I can't remember his name, but Hillary Clinton. This is, and this is a guy who uh, is in very good shape for 45, um, was known to be a fairly proficient swimmer. And this was in the pond at Martha's Vineyard. This isn't like an ocean thing. You know, this is a pond that where he was found was eight feet deep. Which I know you can drown in one foot of water, but that, it just seems a little weird to me. That's all. So first of all, I want to say this. Uh, let's get this out of the way. You could be the best swimmer in the world, but if you get in an undertow or you're out there struggling for a while, you can easily drown. So we'll, we'll just say that. Ain't, but, no, ain't no undertow in a pond. Uh, true. True. <laughs> but I'm just saying once you get out there and get struggling, you, you can drown. Police have said there is no trauma, no injuries. Um, so like he didn't fall and hit his head on a rock. He or just anything. drowned is what you're saying. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. They, they are going to do a toxicology, which could be telling, but it probably well, are we not even going to get the, are we even going to get the accurate reports from the no, toxicology? No, absolutely. If there's anything in there, uh, I mean, what it's probably going to be is that he was drunk or, you know, something they'll come he, up. We'll never know the truth. Behind he got this. into Michael. I mean, Michelle's wine cellar and. Saw a suspicious package and reported it. Yeah. And he ends up missing. So one thing I want to say real quick about this. Now, look. So the Secret Service is obviously going to be involved with this, right? I would imagine. Well, they're still guarding Barack Obama. They're still taking care of Barry. Yeah. Taking care of Barry every day. So they're still taking care of Barry. Now, how do I trust that they're going to be able to solve how this guy died accurately when they can't even figure out whose cocaine was in the White House? <laughs> well, let's now let's back up. Eldonzo and Dees want to say this. We don't believe that they don't know whose cocaine was in the White House. No, they absolutely know. They absolutely know. So how can Look, we trust anything they, coming out of there? They were able to identify every single person that was on video at the January 6th hearing. Not even necessarily people that were in the the Capitol building as as Cities 929's own um David Paul Blumenshine. DPB. Yeah, he can attest because they actually came and talked to him. Investigators came to his house to question him about his uh, uh, supposed role. Yeah, and and he was just there. So you can't tell me that by using all this video footage that they can pinpoint every single person that they can't do the same thing with a gram of cocaine in the White House. I don't know if you got it in there, but DPB was at the uh, January 6th. Yeah. Uh, protest. Yeah, that's the point I was getting at. They yeah, actually. I just wanted to preface that for the people listening. Uh, a fellow radio host on our station was there. Actually, just went there and didn't do anything. I don't think he even went to the Capitol. But then he had the feds knocking on his door a couple months later. Somebody reported him that he was there. You know, they went up to, uh, I think it was a couple in Alaska and took their uh, copy of their pocket constitution. And it wasn't even the right people. Uh, so they're pretty good at tracking people down. They get the wrong one every now and again, but there's no way that they don't know what happened to uh, Mr. Tafari Campbell. And there's no way that they don't know whose cocaine that was at the white house. Speaking of cocaine and another person that I expect to end up uh, suicided here pretty soon is Hunter Biden. Now I was talking to D's before we started the show. We could probably do an entire two hour show dedicated just to the fully monkey shines that this idiot gets himself into. We could do a week's worth of shows. We could do a week's worth. And I think this is going to be a big part of it. But the reason why this is going to take up so much of the show 
and I want to get this out of the way. I know people, there's going to be people that listen that are tired of hearing about Hunter Biden. What's going on right now with the first family is unprecedented. And what I'm going to do while we're talking about this and what's going on with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden is I'm going to tie it right back to Barack Obama, who we pretty much opened with his chef mysteriously dying. Nothing surprises me anymore. You know, we've also got some other stuff we want to talk about on, on the show today. We've got aliens. We've got the war in Russia. We've got Sinead O'Connor died. We've got Donnie Baker, the famed comedian, died. This is so, there's so much news going on right now. Deez. Yeah, it was a busy week. It was. The week before wasn't too bad. This one exploded. So let's just let everybody know, if, you, if you've been living under a rock, on Wednesday, Hunter Biden went to court for his tax evasion charges, the misdemeanor charges. And it didn't go too good for him. See, if you'll remember, Aldonzo and Dees reported that he was getting what we call a sweetheart deal. Everybody was reporting it was a sweetheart deal because yes, it absolutely because was. It absolutely was a sweetheart deal for Hunter Biden. Now, I don't know how much we can get into this on this segment. It's not going to be too much. So pretty much he, he went to he went to court in a motorcade. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. A, and they made it clear. Uh, good old Corinne Jean-Pierre. He is a private citizen and he's dealing with his own issues. Yes. A private citizen who had a six car motorcade escort him to the courthouse. P paid for by who? You and me and yep. all of you out there listening. We all paid for this dirtbags motorcade so he could go to court and pretty much, you know what? I got to say this. I was pretty happy with this. He got his pee-pee smacked pretty good. I mean, I was actually surprised, Dees. I was shocked. And this was on Wednesday, okay? I was shocked, too. Uh, let's read this real quick. This is Fox News. Hunter Biden's plea deal fell apart during his first court appearance Wednesday morning, and, he's, and he pleaded not guilty as federal prosecutors confirmed the president's son is still under federal investigation. Uh, he was expected to plead guilty to two misdemeanor tax counts, willful failure to pay federal income tax as part of the plea deal to avoid jail time on a felony gun charge. Now, this judge, Mary Ellen Noriega, did not accept the plea agreement, and she questioned the constitutionality, specifically the diversion clause and the immunity Hunter Biden would receive. Uh, he was also expected to enter into a pretrial diversion agreement regarding a separate felony charge for the possession of a firearm by a person who is an unlawful user of or addicted to a controlled substance. That's your, 40, that's your form 4473 when you buy a gun. You sign and certify that you are not a user or addicted to uh, controlled substances. He flat out lied. And we thought that that was going to get dusted under the rug. Turns out that's not going to happen. Yeah, this was a uh, yeah. Hunter Biden started panicking. He was in there. He was cool. He was suave until she pretty much I, she didn't do a case closed deal on him. This judge, but she let him know he's not getting off the hook. Yeah. Well, where it fell apart was she asked the prosecutors to confirm whether or not this plea deal basically granted him whole immunity over future prosecution and whether or not there was still an ongoing investigation. And it seems to me that the prosecutors, to save their own rear, said, uh, yeah, he's still under investigation. And no, it, you know. So they can't do anything. So, what she's saying is you can't come in here, do this plea deal while he's still under investigation. And the constitutionality, uh, excuse me, real quick, the constitutionality of this doesn't apply because you can't have a pretrial diversion 
on something that any other citizen would be put to jail for. Exactly. Anyway, this is the Eldonzo and D Show. We will be right back here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. Hey guys, D's here from the Eldonzo and D Show, reminding you to check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash Eldonzo D's. Not only will you find highlights of our weekly radio show, but you'll also see us do live streams and uh, basically just go off the cuff telling uh, funny stories about our families and uh, D's even throws in some good old strip club stories, all kinds of good stuff, stuff we can't talk about on the radio, completely uncensored. Again, that is at youtube.com slash Eldonzo D's. Also, follow us on Twitter. Our handle there is at Eldonzo D's. And you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eldonzo D's. Now, let's get back to the show. We're back. This is the Eldonzo and D Show on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. Coming back at you, talking a lot about Hunter Biden. But real quick, I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dees. And I must add that we don't have, we're not, we're not broadcasting from the Hot Hammer Studio today, are no, we? No, no. It's, it's actually a nice moderate temperature in See, here. See, Eldonzo got ahead of this. So usually it's hotter than hell in the Sky Hammer Studio. What I did last night. Knowing that it was what's the heat index supposed to be today? It, we're recording this on oh, over Friday. like one ten. Yesterday it was one ten, and it's supposed to be hotter today. So I'm guessing in the one ten to one twelve range. So for those of you listening, we're we're in Bloomington, Illinois, and Illinois is known for having uh, like Arctic weather in the winter and Saharan weather in the summer. Right, Dees? I mean, yeah. we just we just back and, and forth everything with this. in between and everything in between. We've got. Usually fall lasts, what, two weeks? And spring's about, what, two and a half? If, if that. Here in good old Illinois, and I say good old Illinois uh, begrudgingly because I don't like Illinois, neither does these. But we're stuck here, so we're coming at you. We're doing the show. Uh, you know, I just want to say this, going back into the Hunter Biden thing. We kind of touched on this on the last segment, kind of wrapping some stuff up. Uh, this judge really just whacked him pretty good, this Noreka. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Noriega, yeah. Noriega. Uh, so he got his, like I said, his PP smacked pretty good. Uh, his demeanor changed tremendously uh, while this was going on. So he's not going to get the deal he thought he was going to get. At least I hope he doesn't. I hope this isn't smoke and mirrors. So at one point during this trial, Noriega asked Justice Department Prosecutor Leo Wise whether there is an ongoing investigation. Uh, he replied back, there is, adding that he could not tell the judge what the investigation was. Uh, she then asked if government could potentially bring a charge related to the Foreign Agents Registration Act, to which Weiss replied yes. At that point, the original plea deal broke down, and Weiss said, then there's no deal, after uh, Chris Clark said he did not agree with that. So, I don't know. I'm just hoping that Hunter Biden does jail time. What do you think? I I think they both need to do jail time, but yeah, that's, I mean, again, these are sub, these would normally be felony charges. I mean, yes. he wrote off a $10,000 sex club membership as a country club. No normal citizen. So for, for those of you listening out there, if you're listening to the Aldonzo and D show, let's just say this. If Hunter Biden was Donald Trump's son, where would he be right now? Under the prison. He would be under the prison. He would be strung up. 
uh, in Washington Square. So would the rest Possibly of the right next to his dad here. Yeah, soon. well, that's what they want to do. When you look at it, you know, isn't that kind of funny? When you look at it this way, all the stuff they've ever thrown at the Trump family has never stuck. They've never gotten anything to really get them on. Now, this, uh, this Jack Smith, we talked about the 37 indictments that are coming to Trump. And so you got something. I wouldn't say it's breaking, but it's something I missed on this. 39 These. counts now it's, because they we talked last week about how Trump had the letter saying that um, they were targeting him and that he had to report to the grand jury. Well, he did that on Thursday, and it actually wasn't the um, January 6th insurrection. Apparently, that's still coming what it was was they added two new counts to the 37 count indictment so now it's 39 counts um what were the new counts they two added new in? obstruction counts and a new uh suspect they also added a man by the name of um carlos dialaviera uh who is who works for trump as well and they are alleging in these new documents that they attempted to destroy surveillance footage that was taken um, in between the opening of the investigation and when they were supposed to come down and meet and look at, through all the documents. And apparently what he attempted to do, or they are alleging that he attempted to do, was flood the, um, the room where they store all the surveillance equipment by draining the pool i don't know i don't know exactly how they did that because i've never been to mar-a-lago but apparently that was their their out was they were going to uh flood this room and destroy uh the dvrs that would capture this footage so well it'll I'm, be interesting to see how it all pans out but it, it, it'll be interesting but it'll be sad too watching this i'm going to tell you why you know this, and I think most of the listeners of our show know this, okay? They are scared to death that Donald Trump is going to get back in the White House. Scared to death. Because I think Donald Trump's going to go at this different if he gets back in there. I think he's going to brush everything off. He's learned from four years of doing this what he's up against. I think he's going to go in there, and I think he's going to kick ass and take names, and they're scared to death of it. That's why they're doing this. This only motivates me. I think me. he might go in there with hellfire and brimstone. I think he will. I think, I don't want to say it in these terms, but I'm going to say it in these terms. I think people will hang when he gets back in the White House. And when you look at what they're doing in our country, uh, deservedly so. We're talking about treason right now. Donald Trump is the only president that I can remember, aside from Reagan, that really cared about the country. Why would he be doing this? He's got all the money he could ever need. He doesn't have to do this. Yet he's going through these now 39 counts, okay, that they're trying to stick on him. They're going to, I'm going to tell you something, they're going to they're gonna make something stick. Somebody's going to jump in here. And this is where it all ties back to Barack Obama. And we're going to go through all the corruption. Let me see if I got time to do it here real quick. We got time to start it. We got a couple other stories. But this is why the Biden thing is so big. These people have literally committed treason against our country. So... This prods me just to support Donald Trump even more. I want to go out with my boots on on this thing. I mean, I, at any any cost. If you're on the fence about Donald Trump, you're thinking, well, you know, he opens his mouth. He like, you know, I like Ron DeSantis because he's kind of Donald Trump like. Not nah, screw it. We have to go for Donald Trump. We have to get everybody together. If you don't like treason, 
and you don't like your tax situation, you don't like inflation, you don't like us being sold out to the Chinese, uh, the Chicoms, you don't like us being sold out to pretty much doing Ukraine's bidding, you don't want to be in a third world war, go vote for Trump. Who gives a damn what he says? Go vote for him. I'll take bad tweets any day of the week. And these, I think you're pretty much there with me at this point. Yeah, I mean, it can't, it can't get, well, yes, it can get worse. But. Oh, it can get worse, but how about this? This is a Fox News headline. Did you hear about this? Uh, headline, Biden donor appointee purchasing Hunter's art presents conflict of interest and raises red flags. Check this out. Uh, a Biden donor and appointee who purchased Hunter Biden's expensive artwork presents an apparent conflict of interest. Uh, so did you hear about this? Yeah. Okay. So the identities of the individuals who have bought Hunter's paintings and have remained under wraps. However, Business Insider revealed Monday that one of the anonymous buyers was Elizabeth Hirsch Naftali, whom President Biden appointed to the Commission for the Preservation of America's Heritage Abroad in July 2022. She donated more than $200,000 to his 2020 candidacy and added just over 13000 to his campaign and victory fund for the 2024 election. She has been buying Hunter Biden's artwork. Did you see this? Mm-hmm. So let me get this straight. She gets a presidential appointment after she was supposedly an anonymous buyer of Hunter Biden's BSR. Have you seen his artwork? Yeah. There's, this is all a scam. These people are just grifting. That's all it is. They're selling foreign policy, okay, for personal payments. This guy's selling artwork to people. And, of course, he's splitting it with the big guy who happens to be Joe Biden. What the hell is going on? And nobody's you, you mean to tell me that the media isn't coming out against him? You mean to tell me that the Democrats aren't coming out against this guy? Where's everybody else? I'm going to tell you what's going on here. They cannot afford to have the Bidens go down because they're all part of the same clique. If the Bidens go down, they can take everybody with them. You mean to tell me if the Biden, no, Joe Biden is cognitively declined. All right. He doesn't have it upstairs. But you know who does have it upstairs? Joe Biden has it upstairs. Uh, it pains me to say Kamala Harris has enough upstairs. Hunter Biden still has it upstairs. They will bring everybody down. So we're going to go through. Let me see how much time we've got here. We're going to go through on the next segment. And I'm going to explain why Barack Obama is at the top of all of this. You mean to tell me that for years, while Joe Biden was the vice president, his son was and he were selling foreign policy and Barack Obama didn't know it. This goes yeah, back to the cocaine no thing. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something. Barack Obama was getting a cut of it. There's no way that the president of the United States did not know what his own vice president was doing. You mean to tell me Joe Biden does a thing about son of a bitch, they fired the prosecutor. When they said he's not the president of the United States, and he told them that I can pretty much do anything I want to. You tell me Barack Obama didn't know that? Right. Well, and did we? are we going to talk about the China thing? We're going to talk about the China thing. We're going to talk about everything. But I really want to do this. If you're listening, make sure and keep for the next segment because I've got this timeline coming up. We've got – you said you want to touch on the China deal. Let's touch on that real quick, Dees. Well, it goes back to the court hearing on Wednesday, um, the – transcripts have been released and in the actual transcript it says that and this is hunter talking that he received six hundred sixty four thousand dollars from a person that is connected to i believe it's 
uh, CEFC, which is the uh, Chinese Communist Party backed company. And this all goes back to back the election and even before when or after what they've asked him a couple times, uh, Joe, that is, whether or not his family was receiving payments from I got the, the audio. Chinese. I got the audio. Yeah, Here, go real ahead. Quick. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about? China. My son. He this, said it right. He just lied about it. Yeah, that was at the debates. That was at the debates, and he accused Trump of being the only one that ever got money from China. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the insurrection didn't happen on January 6th. It happened on November 3rd. This is the Aldonzo and D Show. We'll be right back after all. Uh, these are commercial massages. That's right. Grifter's going to grip. Hey, welcome back to the El Donzo and D Show here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And we, of course, like we said earlier in the show, could dedicate a whole week's worth of stuff, I think, to uh, to to the Biden situation. Don't you agree, Dees? Yeah, without question. And I've got some insanity in my earpiece. Do you have something playing back there? Fixed it. Fixed it. Okay, ready to rock, good to go. Uh, let's get on with it. So what I've got here for everybody and yeah, some of this is going to be long-winded, but I want everyone to get an idea of what's going on when I tie this back to Barack Obama. Uh, we're going to get into some more stories about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Lord knows we have plenty of uh, material here, but I want to get into the timeline of what they've got on record that's been going on with the Bidens. Let's go back all the way to November 2013. Hunter Biden joined with Chinese investors to create Bohai Harvest RST Equity Investment Fund Management Company. Uh, it was an investment fund controlled by the Bank of China. Oh, the Chicoms. A month later, then-Vice President Joe Biden traveled with Hunter on Air Force Two to China and met with the CEO of BHR, Jonathan Lee. Uh, BHR's business license was approved and Hunter had become a board member. Go to February 5th, 2014. Kanis Rakishev, a Kazakhstani businessman, met Hunter Biden at a Washington, D.C. hotel. See how this is all tying together? Mm -hmm. Rakishev's Singaporean company wired $142,000 through his Latvian company to a Rosemont Seneca entity. Soon after, the entity wired $142,000 to a car dealership in New Jersey for a new sports car for Hunter Biden. Go to May 12, 2014. Ukrainian gas producer Burisma announced that Hunter Biden had joined its board of directors, even though, of course, good old Hunter had no experience in the energy sector. Just a couple weeks later, May 21, 2014, Vice President Biden visited Romania and delivered a speech to the Romanian prime minister, judges, prosecutors, and leaders of the Romanian parliament. September 12, 2014, BHR invested... 1.7 billion in Chicom Party Link Petroleum and Chemical Company. Roughly three months later, Hunter Biden and his business associate invested $485,000 into BHR. After that, Rekhashev's Kazakhstani Oil Company and Burisma joined with the CCP linked company and announced a transnational financial agreement. So, and there's all kinds of stuff. Uh, November 5th. House Committee on Oversight and Accountability Documents, a company owned by a Biden associate, began receiving from a Romanian businessman what turned out to be millions of dollars over the course of two years. 
This is going all the way up to 2017 D's. I'm, I'm not surprised. No, yeah. this is all right there, all out in the open. Did you see this thing? Uh, this Lochesky guy about the strong arming for the payments? This has been going on for... Now, you mean to tell me... Let's see what the last thing here we have on document is. While Barack Obama... January 20th, 2016, Vice President Biden met President Poroshenko. Remember, Poroshenko fired the prosecutor thing. In Switzerland, at the World Economic Forum, Biden stressed the linkage between the loan guarantee that he had and necessary reforms in foreign policy. This is all on record. Everybody knew this was going on. Barack Obama knew this was going on. And anything that Biden was getting, Barry Obama was getting the cut of it. Tell me how I'm wrong there. Tell me how that can't be. I, I mean, if, if that's the case in that Barack Obama knew nothing, then... It, he might be the worst president in history. How do you not know all these things are going on? I mean, hell, the the Biden thing where he said, hell, we fired a prosecutor. I mean, that was public knowledge. It was on, you know, nationally televised. It's I couldn't even crazy. I, I wish I could get into everything, but we need a three hour show. So I left. You saw the screen I have. So these mm. can see my screen. There was a laundry list of stuff of meetings they're having. He yeah. was using Hunter Biden as his surrogate to go out there because Hunter Biden was supposedly a private citizen in the United States. He was doing his father's bidding. He was using his old man's name. Just like the text he was sending back and forth with the guy from China about my father sitting right next to me. And you know my ability to hold a grudge that this deal isn't done by tonight. You know, it's going to be hell to pay. Yeah. They were strong arming people into giving them money. And they we were selling we, our country. We also know that that when that conversation took place, due to the uh, very fruitful laptop, um, we know for a fact that a picture was taken of Hunter in his dad's Corvette on that day because it's timestamped. So it it adds up. Like yeah, it, it, it meshes. And the quote was: "Listen to this, and this is the quote: I'm sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled." Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. And it was timestamped from that stupid damn laptop that that idiot left when he was drunk and forgot about. Hi. Hi, hi, drunk, whatever. Hi, Dees. Hi, we're high here. It was timestamp. That same day, he was in his father's Corvette with a couple of underage girls. Did you see that picture? Supposedly, one of them's his niece that he's probably was banging that he was told to stay away from her. I didn't know they were underage, but they looked underage. I guess it was presumably his niece that Hallie Biden, I, I guess, directed him to not have any contact with her because... Do you remember that? That was another thing yeah. off the laptop. The text messages. I guess she he was he was video chatting her naked, and there's her daughter, his niece, walking around. Yeah, these people are scumbags. Yep. Anyway, I want to get into this too, and you know they think we're stupid. How, Corinne Jean Pierre? I'm gonna pull this story up real quick. Just, we're, while you're pulling that up, just there's a a Twitter account, and he is uh, he dives into a lot of this stuff. And apparently, and I can't get to it because the, the site that used to host everything has pretty much been wiped. But he posted a screenshot that came from Hunter's laptop, which was tied to Hunter's other devices. And apparently at one time, 
he had his father in his contacts as Peter Petto. Are you kidding? I didn't hear this. Yeah. I, I literally found it this morning while, as we were prepping for the show. Well, you know, da- Daddy's a breadwinner. They're all getting rich off his name, so they don't care if he's a pedophile or not. Yeah. That's how sick these people are, taking showers with his daughter. I got, you know, and they think we're stupid. And I want to bring this up real quick. Uh, just a couple days ago, Fox News journalist Jillian Turner asked this question to Corrine Jean-Pierre. And I'm going to play it for you real quick. I think I've got the whole thing here. See if we've got it. Here it goes. Curious if the White House and the president still stand behind his comment that he's never been involved and has never even uh, spoken to his son about his. Business. So I've been, I've been asked this question a million times. The this. answer is not going to change. The answer remains the same. The president ha- was never in business with his son. I just don't have anything else to add. Okay. Boom! Right there. The the, the answer is not going to change. The answer just changed. The answer for the longest time from all these idiots was. Well, he's never talked to his son about his business dealings. Wasn't that it, Dees? For yeah. years, we've heard that. I've never discussed my son's business dealings the, with him. The I answer don't know hasn't changed, but the evidence has. No, the answer just changed. He, l- listen to it again. We're going to play this for you one more time. Listen to what the answer is. So I've been, I've been asked this question a million times. The answer is not going to change. The answer remains the same. The president ha- was never in business with his son. I just don't have anything else. So to it add. went from yeah. he never discussed his son's business dealings to he was never in business with his son. Oh, okay. I Do you see you. where I'm yeah, going yeah, with yeah. this? You think we're stupid? Obviously, there's some part of us as a society that is stupid that voted for this this idiot. And there's so many expletives I want to say on the air right now that I can't say to describe how I feel. But the fact that people are standing behind him, like I said, is evidence that everybody's involved with this. All the elites are involved with this. You know, why are there some Republicans like Mitt Romney, like Chris Christie, like Bill Barr, that are not coming out against Joe Biden as hard as they should be? Mitch McConnell. Why are these people just standing there letting this happen? Because they're all involved. It doesn't matter whether you've got a D behind your name or whether you have an R behind your name. If you're an elite, you're involved with this. They've all been grifting for years, and we're just now starting to wake up to the fact these. Well, some of us are. Some of us are. We're we're trying to. We're trying to. So it, it's it all. Look, this all goes to the top. Barack Obama is not at the top. George Soros is at the top. The W the W E F is at the top. Okay, the W H O is at the top. These are the people they're ushering in the new world order. And they need people like this. These, why do you think China has been doing this with them? Why do you think Russia has been doing this with all these people in our political realm? They have been buying them off for years, just like the Green Initiative. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that they're facing is the reach and the expanse of not only social media, but the Internet in general. And, you know, once... Once a little bit of information gets out, it goes everywhere. And then you have a lot more people digging. So you're oh, going to have a lot more people finding. And what we should talk about on the next segment coming up is the uh, is the wind farms out in the ocean that are actually disrupting uh, our, foreign, our national security. And, of course, there are wind farms that we're getting from China. So we'll be right back here on the El Donzo and D Show on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal.
morning. We're back. This is the El Donzo and D Show on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And in the last segment of the show, I touched on right towards the end uh, these these wind farms out in the ocean. Have you ever heard about this? No. Okay, so this is this was from back in April, and this was something my, my dear old mother uh, brought up to me that I was ignorant to. I did some reading on it. I'm going to read a little bit of this article. And we're going to talk about it a little bit. Pentagon analysis of proposed locations for wind farms off the coast of the Atlantic identified several areas as highly problematic due to their nearness to military training sites. Uh, a defense spokesperson confirmed the authenticity of the Bloomberg report to Fox News and said the department would continue to work with the Bureau of Ocean Energy Management to find the best locations for development. The problem is that Joe Biden is pushing these wind farms off the coast of the Atlantic and the military and the, is getting up in arms about it because it's interfering with national security. So why would Joe Biden be pushing these wind farms, which aren't going to do anything to help us out with energy to begin with, if it means possibly damaging national security in our military interests? This goes right back to Afghanistan. Where are we getting the, the, the wind turbines from? China. Yeah. We're buying all this stuff from China. China's telling us where to put it. This is just one more example of China owning Joe Biden. Why would he curtail military interests and national security to put these wind farms up? China told him to do it. Anyway, I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time on this. That was something that I had never come across until just recently. So I thought that would be something for the listeners My to dig into. My question would be, how the hell do you put a wind farm in the ocean? I don't know, but you know what? Leave it up to Joe Biden. <laughs> Just like Barack Obama said, never underestimate Joe Biden's ability to F something up. So something else I wanted to get into. Did you see this? Uh, let me see if I can get this pulled up real quick here. Kamala Harris's thing about the black history curriculum down in Florida. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I saw a couple of little snippets. When, when that story broke, and that story broke this week. Uh, somebody showed it to me. They sent it to me. They're like, can you believe this? And I remember reading this. And it was the initial breaking of the story. This is before Kamala Harris came out and said anything about it. Camel Toe Harris, whatever her name is. Was it Kamala or Kamala? Kamala. Kamala. Because Kamala. Kama, 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 Chameleon. Yeah, we're not gay here on the Aldonzo and D show. He comes, she... Oh, no, he didn't. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, rain it in. Rain it in here on the Aldonzo and D show. Anyway, when this story broke, I was like, there's no way. I said, there's there's no way this is accurate what they're reporting. There's got to be something else in there. Kind of like the don't say gay bill. So let's pull this up real quick. I'm going to run you through the, the story. So they changed the curriculum in Florida. And this wasn't Ron DeSantis doing it. Okay, they they. They want to teach more about slavery. And there's a little snippet in there that, you know, they, they teach about slavery was awful and all the bad stuff. And slavery is bad, 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 bad. Okay. But there's one little thing in there where they say something to the extent of there were some slaves in some circumstances that developed skills that they applied and became successful after slavery. Pretty much paraphrasing it was a little snippet of, and that's true correct these some slaves were actually taken care of would you agree with that yeah not all of them not a majority no, of them. and again let's not get it twisted uh slavery was a horrible horrible absolutely thing. we're not we're not con condoning it we condemn it but there was some historical facts to it this is what 
Kamala Harris said last week, and this started a firestorm. She goes, just yesterday in the state of Florida, they decided middle school students will be taught that enslaved people benefited from slavery. They insult us in an attempt to gaslight us, and we will not stand for it. I'm going to read that to you one more time. Just yesterday in the state of Florida, they decided middle school students will be taught that enslaved people benefited from slavery, which that is not what the curriculum states. So I thought this was kind of odd to begin with. Let me see how much time we got here because we're going to change our segments up. We got plenty of time to go through this. So Dr. William Allen, who is a descendant of slavery, he helped author the curriculum and he is flat out called Kamala Harris a liar. His quote was, when you go through all the media, you see two lines of thought. One line presents the text and gives a fairly analytical appraisal of the situation while reporting the facts that there are protests. The other line of thought, and that's largely present in the commentariat, ignores the text, ignores the grammar, and pursues an agenda. They're discussing this not from the perspective of what's in the curriculum standards, but from the perspective of what they want to impose upon the national narrative. Now, uh... Dr. William Allen is African-American. He is a descendant of slavery. He helped author this curriculum, and he's coming out full swinging, saying that they are lying. They will take anything they can take and twist it just to get people pissed. That's all they want to do is get people rioting and get people boycotting. I think it was Anna Navarro. I think it was her on The View. Of course, she heard she heard St. Harris say this and you know took it for the word of gospel <laughs> and had a snap-off and had to be censored. She had to be censored. She got so worked up over a lie. Nobody can go in and fact check this stuff. It's no different than the don't say gay bill that said nothing about homosexuality in it down in Florida. They, DeSantis authored this bill or proposed this bill and got it passed. This was just, I think it was last year, that you cannot discuss sexuality with kids up until the third grade. You can't do it. And somehow they just made it up. Well, it's a don't say gay bill. It says you can't talk about homosexuality. You can't talk about sexuality, period. Which I think is a good thing for kids up until the third grade, right? Yeah. Why, why, why expose them to that? Yeah. No, you know, it's that, there's nothing wrong with that idea. You know, folks, the point being here is not only is it, it the government's always lied to us. Would you agree with that, Dees? Oh, without question. Politicians always tell a fib here and there. Politicians always go up and kiss the baby. And Only make it when they good. open their mouth. Only when they open their mouth. Do All they of them, regardless All, of what side they're, they're on. Everybody's, and that's Unless you're Mitch McConnell, and then you can't open your mouth. Oh, we need to talk about that, too. Yeah, Mitch McConnell had a bad day. Anyway, the point to this is, not only are they lying, they're doing it with impunity, and it's an insult to the American people. That's my take on it. At, at this stage. They're just flat out making stuff. Just make them up. Welcome to America, where the rules are made up and the quotes are made up, and they don't matter anyway, pretty much, right? The whose line is it? Mm -hmm. Whose line is it thing? Yeah, we got to talk about Mitch McConnell coming up here on the next segment. We don't have enough time to get to it. Uh, but, yeah, Mitch McConnell, it looked like he had a stroke, didn't it? He, at the very least, had a seizure. He had something. He just blanked out, dude. They had to walk him off. They had to cart him off. He had a Joe Biden moment. Anyway, we're going to get into detail on that and other fully monkey shines coming up in the second hour of the Aldonzo and D show right here on Cities 92.9, News and Talk of Wilmington Normal. Welcome back to the Eldonzo and D's show here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk 
of Bloomington Normal. I'm not D's. I'm not Eldonzo. All right, let's kick it off, bro. Thought what do we got? Gonna get me, didn't I? You? Did I tried? I try to hang him up every now and again, Bun folks. Fun of a sitch. <laughs> Fun of a stitch. Is that what you just said? Bun of a sitch. Bun. Oh, Bun whatever. Of a sitch. <clears throat> All right. So yeah, we briefly talked about old Mitchie McConnell, uh, the turtle. Yeah. He uh, after I don't know one of the countless hearings or whatever was speaking to the press was literally mid sentence and just stopped absolutely like froze for yeah, it was in it, yeah like a, a solid 30 seconds or so and so they like are you okay and do you have anything more to say and he just kind of shook his head a little bit and they walked him away later come out that well he he didn't come out i guess he did come back and say that i'm fine but you said come out i thought he came back it's like I'm here. I'm queer. Get used to it. I thought that's what you meant. But the simple truth is he's not fine. Like that was more than likely a seizure. That was something. He he blanked out. He didn't panic. He just shut down. Yeah. With his eye, he fell asleep with his eyes open is what he did. Yeah. And mid sentence. He's what? 80, 81. He's, you know, we got to We got to <laughs> Okay. First of all. And then on top of that, in a hearing, Diane Feinstein had to be told that they were doing a vote and that she needed to say I like can when can we get wise and get these old bastards out of here well like, there so, has to be an age limit I don't yeah I don't know I'm not going to say there's got to be an age limit there's got to be term limits though well yeah there, yeah, there's yeah, no there reason Mitch limits. McConnell should still be in office okay well then there's, there's no reason Diane Feinstein should still be in office at least uh how about con- uh hearings or not hearings, but tests. Like, can we find out if these people have the mental capacity what, what to, it? to run the country? I agree with that, but we already have it in the White House. Somebody has to sign off that Joe Biden's cognitively able to run the country, and yeah, he's obviously true. not. I mean, they'll find a way to get around it. but It's I mean, only okay to circumvent the system when it's okay to circumvent the system. These, don't you know this, man? Yeah, Come on. Yeah. Come on, man, as I Joe mean, when Biden When there is says. overwhelming evidence that a person, regardless of age, i.e. John Fetterman, is... <laughs> Un, unfit to hold such a high office like the, there has to be some kind of system of balance here that you know like hey maybe I, it's time bro you know how how could he be a senator he can't even run a water fountain you know mitch mcconnell like i said he's what would you say he was 81 he's in his 80s i know that yeah for sure. I, I believe he's 81 moscow mitch has been taking you know money from china for years they're old they're corrupt Get them out of here. Put them out to pasture. Time to go to Shady Oaks or wherever it is, McConnell. And you can go there with Joe Biden while you're at it. And I don't want to say age limits because Trump, Trump is still with it. I mean, he's still cognitively, man, he's sharp, as sharp as you can be for what he's not even what he's 76. I think he is. So I'm not so much against age limits, but I'm with you. There's got to be a competency thing here going on. Yeah, it's I mean, term limits are a must when it comes to Congress. Honestly, I think it should be um, with the Supreme Court as well. Like we need fresh, fresh blood, fresh ideas, fresh perspectives. Um, This is 2023 and a large, large number of our Congress has been there since the 70s and 80s. Like this is a whole new time, like easily. And here's my thing. The only reason they're still there. 
is because they're getting rich off of it. Oh, absolutely. That's the only reason no, they're still yeah. there. Why would you want to be a politician? Politicians don't make that much money for how much time they should be. They should be investing into their job. Yeah. And they're not. They don't even show up half the time. No, the, the reason why they're still there is because the answer to this question, how many politicians, federal government politicians, Congress, whatever, left office with the same basic worth that they walked in with? I don't think any of them. And maybe a handful. There's a handful that have a negative net worth. I know Maybe that. if they only served one term and then was but voted out. Now, when you're serving 20, 30 years, no, you, you yeah. leave a rich person. And that's not how government should work. No. The founding fathers didn't set it up that way. Folks, the founding fathers died penniless. They put all their money into starting this country because they believed in it. And they believed that this wouldn't happen. They believed that this was the answer. And it was for a long time. But it quickly morphed and it quickly changed. Anybody can game the system, and that's what's going on here. That's exactly what's going on here. That's why we see Mitch McConnell falling asleep with his eyes open at a podium. I guess he fell previously to that at an airport. Mitch? Yeah, that's what I read, that he had actually fallen, but that's what they said. Who knows? You can't trust the government. They lied to you. But I do want to touch on something real quick. Uh, This past week, we lost two celebrities. One I was a big fan of. The other one, yeah. Ron Sexton also known as Donnie Baker, died Friday. Uh, he was a, I was a big fan of his. I think you were too, weren't you, Deez? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, he was big in the Midwest as well. Uh, but Ron Sexton played Donnie. Man, I swear to God, he did state law. Man, that's not right to his face. Uh, that guy was on the Bob and Tom show a lot. He was only 52. He died Friday. And they have not released a cause of death yet. Yeah, it was early speculated that it was, it was a heart attack. But I have since discovered uh, that there is no... Uh, official release on what it was it blew my mind just look like hunter biden there doing that with my nose (laughs) it blew my mind to discover that he was also the voice of floyd the trucker and kenny tarmac yeah you didn't know that bob and tom and he did a really good uh uh oh what's the guy from the sopranos tony tony soprano Soprano, yeah. yeah he did a really good tony Soprano. very talented guy very funny guy so i know i'm gonna miss him i'm gonna miss his shows uh, never got a chance to see him live, but I'm on Mrs. Material. And yeah. he was a patriot, too. He was a conservative. Yeah. So that, that was pretty cool. And then we lost we Sinead O'Connor uh, bit the dust. Did you read about this? Mm-hmm. And I guess her son had just committed suicide. I'm, I'm not saying she committed suicide. Okay? Not saying that. Yeah. Uh, have they? I don't think they've released that either. They have they? not released what happened with Sinead O'Connor, but... It, Suicide is a good speculation. Her son had committed suicide. I think it was just a year ago on July 7th. And I think it was within 10 days of her death. uh, She was talking that she wanted to go see her son. She couldn't live without him. Now, I'm not saying it was suicide because I haven't released it yet. And Eldonzo and Dees don't like to speculate, but she was pretty troubled with depression. Yeah, and she was 56, She was not that old. If you remember, uh, she came to, what was the name of that song? that she had that was a that was a hit the one that put her on the map yeah uh it was a prince song called nothing compares to you nothing compares to and i guess prince ended up beating the dog snot out of her did you hear about that i guess she went to prince's house and they got into a fight no or something a pillow fight he wanted to have a pillow fight but he put a brick in it or something that hit her and what yeah there's this weird story and it's been changing over the years but if you remember really uh skyrocketed her fame was i believe it was 1992 on saturday night live she was performing and took a picture of Pope John Paul II and ripped it up live. 
Do you remember that, Dees? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it got, a, it got her banned. I remember when that happened, it got her banned. Yeah, she Night got Live. blacklisted by pretty much everybody, and it, it's kind of sad because she was right. She was right. <clears throat> she, and back then, we didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this was, you know, was before... just like, why are you tearing up a picture of the Pope? The Pope's a good guy. And I'm not saying that Pope John Paul II was not a good person, but the Catholic Church overall is obviously not a good organization because they've been covering up for pedos for years. And we just started really finding this out, I would say probably year 2000, somewhere in there, turn of the millennium. Yeah, no, and, and that's exactly what it was about. And everybody made it out to be like, oh, it was some kind of political statement because of the Irish and... You know, she's satanic. Blah, blah. No, it was because she knew that the Catholic Church was protecting all these priests from and this diddling this, kids. This goes into something else, too. Kind of like the war in Ukraine, which I want to touch on in the next segment here. There's a lot of stuff that happens in Europe. There's a lot of stuff that happens in the United Kingdom that we don't get the full story on. Okay? They were getting the full story on this stuff. Just like Jimmy Savile, Jim will fix it, Top of the Pops, uh he was a big British radio host and show host, and he was molesting kids left and right for years. And the BBC covered it up. Uh, Great Britain, the parliament covered it up. Everybody around him, he was doing this with Gary Glitter. If you get a chance to see a documentary, it's called, uh, I think it's, I can't remember what it is. It's a Jimmy Savile documentary. I think it's on Netflix. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And it's not till he dies that it comes out that he was doing all this stuff. So, like I said, over here in the States, we don't always get the we don't always get the facts over here. Would you agree with that? Oh, for, yeah. Definitely. So anything coming out. Dees, what else do you have lined up for this segment? Did you see the uh, the Nancy Mace who was in the alien thing, which we'll talk about? We got to cover that as well. Yes, we do. But she uh, was late. Almost late for a breakfast, a prayer breakfast with Tim I, Scott. I did see this. I did see this. And she says in front of the press, when I woke up this morning at 7, I was getting picked up at 745. Patrick, my fiance, tried to pull me by my waist over uh, over this morning in bed. And I was like, no, baby, we don't have time for that this morning. I got to get to prayer breakfast. I got to be on time. Uh, have you seen Nancy Mace? I have seen Nancy Mace. My money says he wasn't grabbing her on the waist because I want to shake her daddy's hand. She's blessed. Yes. Yeah. He yeah. He grabbed something, but I don't think it was her hips. Hey, you know what? God bless her. OK, so she's having some. Fun. Look, she's she human. Like, yeah, you know? I mean, you can still pray. You know, I mean, maybe she was praying the night before. It sounded like it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, <Right. she> was... <laughs> I'm not going to say it on the show, but you know where I was going with that, don't you? Oh, I, absolutely. See, Aldonzo and Dees are good at those in your windows. Isn't that what they in your windows? Yeah, in your windows. In your windows. Those sexual in your windows here on the Aldonzo and Dees show were known for it. But no, coming up on the next segment, we got to touch on the aliens. That We have to do that. Yeah. I want to touch on aliens. And in the next segment, we're also going to touch on Ukraine because, boy, I think it's getting hot over there. What do you think, Dees? Seems like it. Our future's so bright, we got to wear shades right here on the Aldonzo and Dees show on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Wilmington Normal. We'll be right back with some world news right after these commercial massages.
Hey, we're back. The El Donzo and D Show on Cities 92.9. The news and talk of Bloomington Normal. Real quick, want to give a shout out to our sponsor for the show yet again, EnviroSeal. If you have sunken concrete slabs, patios, driveways, give those guys a call. They use polyurethane spray foam. They go up. They pump up the slabs. They get them leveled out. They're ready to use the same day. Also, for all your commercial and residential needs, give those guys a call, too, because they do spray foam insulation, polyurethane type. Give them a call at 309-275-6303. Did you like that? The polyurethane type. Yeah. So, anyway, as promised, we have more news of aliens, which I just want to get this out there in the open before we go into the the story, Ds. To me, I believe in aliens. I believe that they visited us. I don't, there's some UFO or UAP, they call them now. What's it? Uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon. Is that what it is? UAP? Yeah, well, yeah, there's, there's, there's another one. Unidentified anom- anom- anomalous, anomalous phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. So I, you know, there's some of those I discount because people saw the Starlink satellites and they're like, well, what's going on here? Aliens are invading. So I don't believe everything I see when it comes to this, but it's kind of hard for me not to believe it. But I do want to set this as, as a bit of a caveat here. This is absolutely coming out as a distraction right now. The timing I, I couldn't would, be any more perfect. I wouldn't be perfect. surprised, yeah. No, the timing couldn't be any more perfect for this. We're going to get into the story. You got that pulled up, Deez. Yeah. All right, let's have it. We talked about it last week that they were going to have a hearing. Well, they had the hearing. And uh, some interesting uh, snippets came out of it. The, the man that uh, basically started this whole thing... Uh, David Grush was there and testified, as well as a couple of others, including one of the former pilots who actually witnessed uh, some of these UAPs in flight and asked whether the government has possessions of such vehicles, these of uh, non-human origin. Uh, He replied, absolutely. And he says, based on interviewing over 40 witnesses over four years and where I know the exact locations that the UFOs are kept, and those locations were provided to the inspector general. He was also asked uh, whether or not they had recovered pilots. And his reply was, yes, biologics were recovered. And she says human. And he says non-human. Okay, so. In other words, aliens. Also was asked, has anyone that you know ever been uh, harmed or threatened in any way? And he replied, absolutely. Now, harmed or threatened by the government or by a non-human? By the government okay. to keep these secrets. Okay. Just wanted to clarify. And then he was asked if he had ever been, or if he anyone he knew had ever been murdered. And he said, it's not something I can talk in a public setting. So why is this guy? Let's, let's think about this. So I'm not discounting him. Why is this guy allowed to come out and talk about it? He had to have gotten a sign off. Somebody had to have signed off that he can do this. That's yeah, that's this should be the biggest news that the world has ever heard. Yeah. And it's somehow not. And this is testifying under oath in front of the. Whatever committee, I don't know if it's oversight or whatever, but. um, And he said there was another question of uh, do you believe the government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? Mace are rather uh, delicious. Yeah. As Tucker Carlson would call it. Little little morning Randy uh, congresswoman. 
And he says that it's something I can't discuss in a public setting. So he is keeping some secrets. He is. So first of all, A, somebody had to have given him permission to do this. And it was the government that gave him permission to do this. And they gave him permission to do this for a reason if he's telling the truth. Would yeah. you agree with that? Oh, there for had sure. to be a reason that they that either they copped out and said, we can't keep this under wraps anymore. The American people need to know. They need to know the truth, which the government's never said that. Or somebody in the White House said, we need a distraction. Here's more on the That's quote. That's what this is. The quotes I was talking about. <clears throat> it says, uh, uh, she was asked whether he faced or had any personal knowledge of people who've been harmed or injured in efforts to cover up or conceal these extraterrestrial technologies. And he said, yes. Asked whether he had faced any retaliation or reprisals himself. He said he had declined to say more, citing an investigation was underway on his behalf. Says it was very brutal and very unfortunate. Some of the tactics that they used to hurt me both professionally and personally, to be quite frank. Okay, so I want to say this too. For the people listening, this is my theory on this. I believe there's no way, there's no way that any government in the world, let's look at China, let's look at Russia, North Korea, I don't know. Uh, let's look at Great Britain. Let's look at Europe. There's no way that none of these leaders and none of these governments didn't have the idea of we got to make contact with them first. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Uh, that's the first thing they're going to do is try to figure out who they are and make contact with them and get them on their side. I don't think that's happened yet, though. I mean, I'm sure there's been contact made with them. I'm sure they've attempted contact. But obviously, nobody swayed these these beings, whatever they are. Nobody's gotten on their good side enough to where they've got the technology. Well, I just think that they've figured out that the human race is beyond saving at this point. And so this they're is, just going to sit back and watch it happen. So this is going to tie into it as well. This whole war in Ukraine is, like we said, was heating up pretty good. Uh, we're seeing all these anomalies, these UFOs supposedly, allegedly, as Dee's likes to say, allegedly coming out. And you got this David Grush. And I guess that UFO sightings have increased exponentially over the past couple of years, have they not? Yes. So something I was reading about, and this is really interesting, folks. I guess that UFOs have been seen and have been blamed for shutting down uh, nuclear missile silos, like taking them offline. Yeah, you, you talked about that a couple few weeks back. Right. So check this out. And this ties into it, but an update on what's going on over in Ukraine. And this is where it gets bad, because a lot of people say there's never going to be nukes. It's never going to happen. Nobody would ever do it. But we are literally one sneeze away from being from thermal nuclear war. Russian attacks just meters, meters from NATO's border are deeply worrying and could lead to a grave escalation between Moscow and the Western Alliance, an analyst has warned. And this is coming from, this is a really good one, uh, Express News out of UK. Uh, Moscow has begun targeting Ukrainian grain stores after Russia pulled out of the deal that allowed Ukraine to safely export crucial crops from its Black Sea ports. On the night of July 23rd and 24th, the Ukrainian city of Renai was hit by at least 15 missiles and Russian suicide drones. The small city is only 200 meters from the Romanian border across the Danube River. Romania is a member of NATO. Now, we already had, I think it was in Hungary, we had a missile go over the border and nothing happened. But, you know, Ukraine blamed Russia. Russia blamed Ukraine for it. They're targeting this. If it, 
if a missile goes out and wipes out a school or hits a school bus or hits public transportation in Romania, that's that could potentially be it, these. Oh, without question. So people that say that this is never going to happen, we are so close right now to this. We've never been closer than at any point in our existence to having this. And multiple times, there has almost been a peace agreement between Russia and Ukraine. And each time, the Biden administration has shot it down. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Oh, yep. Multiple times. And this is coming out of Europe. And this also goes back to don't believe anything that the press is telling you. People in Europe, and I said this on last week's show as well, there's stuff that they know that they say America is not getting the full explanation of it. They're not getting the full story. And this is part of it. There is a reason that we are being pushed further and further and further into this war in Ukraine. Now, if you go back to the son of a blip, they fired the prosecutor. You go back to Burisma, go back to Hunter Biden's dealings with Ukraine. Now, all of a sudden, we're bankrolling Ukraine. And we're getting into a hot war with Russia. And by the way, it has become hot between the United States and Russia. All right, don't think for an instant that we don't have service members over there trading fire with Russians. It has happened. I've had it confirmed that it's happened. We are this close right now. All over this corrupt government. Same thing with Afghanistan, these. Well, we just had a, a Russian fighter uh, drop flares on a U.S. drone over Syria last week as well. Yes, we did. So this is where it's at. This is how bad it's heating up. And, you know, we try to be funny and jovial here, but people have to understand you need to start getting ready for this. It could be a reality sometime soon. And it's the only reason we're doing this is because we have a corrupt president and a corrupt first family that, in my opinion, didn't even get elected in the first place. Now, history has shown that many wars across the history of the world have started or at least blew the top off based off of like a what some would consider a minor incident but because tensions were so high that it it was just the the final nail in the coffin and boom mass war breaks out and that's where we're at right now it could literally be one tiny little thing that just looking at that one incident like that's not a big deal but it's to the point tensions are so high that it's that's all it's going to take. So RFK, Robert, uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. was on Hannity's show. And I'm going to get into this a little bit. But, you know, one thing that I really, really do not like about Sean Hannity is he is a big proponent of the war in Ukraine. And I never really understood that. For as much as he's a Trump supporter, why does he support Zelensky in Ukraine so much? I think, I think Sean Hannity is one of these guys that has, I don't know, drank the Kool-Aid, so to speak, because Either that or he has some uh, some business interests. He may very well have some business interests. Oh, we know Tucker Carlson. That's one guy that didn't have any business interest in Ukraine. Right. I mean, he pretty much I think he got I think that was part of the reason he got fired. But when we come back, we're going to take a quick break here. But when we come back, I'm going to read some of the transcript that RFK shot over to Sean Haney while he was on his uh, primetime show. And I think he knocked his uh, willy in his watch pocket, if you ask me. We're going to read that transcript when we come back. This is the Eldonzo and D Show on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal.
Hey, welcome back to the El Donzo and D Show right here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I am your co-host, El Donzo. I'm Dees. And we're going to get into this thing. We talked about the peace agreement that was blown out of the water by Biden uh, between Ukraine and Russia on the last segment. And I've got this pulled up with Bobby Kennedy. Like I said, pretty much knocking uh, Sean Hannity down a peg. I'm going to read some of the transcript for you. That way you guys can get it. And we'll talk about it a little bit, discuss it. So this was from Sean Hannity's show the other night. Uh, Sean Hannity had Robert F. Kennedy Jr. on, who was running for, uh, as a Democrat, for President of the United States, that he wants to debate Biden, but Biden's not going to debate him. There's a big debacle with this. Now, I'm not happy with a Democrat, but I really like Bobby Kennedy Jr. Have you had a chance to get into what he's all about and listen to him very much? Not, no, not really. Very interesting guy. Of course, he's the son of Robert F. Kennedy, who was assassinated back in, I think it was 68, the nephew of John F. Kennedy, who was assassinated in 63, I believe it was, right? Uh, I think so, yes. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he's running for president of the United States. He's, he's a big environmentalist, but he's also kind of a moderate, too. He's very anti-vaccine, uh, more specifically uh, anti-COVID vaccine which has really pitted a lot of people in the Democrat Party against him. But I think this guy actually has a shot. But what he really has a shot at doing is pulling votes away from Joe Biden if he runs for third party, which another person that's talking about that, too, is Joe Manchin is talking about running third party. Yeah. So that would be the best thing that could happen for us, pulls votes away from them, and we get Trump back in there. Even if we have to settle for DeSantis, we do it. So anyway, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was on Sean Hannity's show the other night. I'm going to go through the transcript. Sean Hannity says this. One area I don't like the fact that America is bearing the brunt and the burden of financing most of the war against Putin in Ukraine. I think we agree on that part. Why isn't Europe, why don't they ever step up and defend their own continent before they ask the U.S. involvement? And why would Joe Biden veto Poland giving Zelensky fighter jets to actually fight to win the war after they were invaded? Robert F. Kennedy replied with this, Well, the more disturbing thing is that on two occasions, the Russians tried to sign a peace agreement with Zelensky. Hannity then fired back, do you trust Putin? This is where it gets interesting. RFK says, do I trust Putin? No, but that's not, listen, I've litigated over 500 lawsuits. All of them end up with, or many of them end up with settlements of one kind or another, and he never trusts the guy on the other side. You use language, art, you use the design of agreements. So Hannity didn't like this about doing a peace deal because we can't trust Putin. We got to do something. If we can stave this off till we get somebody else in office, why not do it? I get people don't like Vladimir Putin. I understand that. I'm not a huge fan of him. I got to say he's an alpha, though. There are some things I respect about Vladimir Putin. I'll take whatever doesn't send billions of U.S. dollars to a foreign country. It's not a matter of trust. It's a matter of, like Donald Trump said, he wants to see people stop dying. Everybody. Yeah. There's going to be nothing left of Ukraine. I want you to think about this, folks, listening at home or listening in your cars or wherever you're at. I want you to think about this. We are literally destroying Ukraine, not Russia. We are literally destroying Ukraine now for what? What is the motivation for us to keep doing this? There's going to be no Ukraine left after another year or two. No. Now, they say, well, Russia's in a really bad situation. Let me tell you something. Russia's got China's backing. All right, Russia's going to end up fine. They're building this access with North Korea, China, Iran, and likely, I'd say probably Pakistan too. 
They have this alliance going and we're only pushing them further and further and further. China is infiltrating South America. They, Russia and China are working together on this. So don't sit there and tell me how bad a state Russia's in. If Russia was really that bad, we would see a lot of changes on the battlefield, which we're not seeing. Right. So anyway, there you go. Now, Hannity did not discount that, they, that the Russians tried to sign a peace agreement twice with Zelensky. Zelensky is going to have to give something up here. All right. Maybe it is a Donbass region. Maybe this Donetsk. He's going to have to give something up. And this is something else that a lot of people don't know, Dees. A lot of those people in that eastern region of Ukraine identify as Russian. Oh, I'm sure. And they want, a lot of them want to be part of Russia. I think a lot of people would be, want to be part of Russia right now if they just stop people getting killed. I'm not saying that's the right way. I'm not saying that's the perfect idea. But this has got to stop. And I like RFK Jr. for coming out and having the Mozzie to say it. Right. So anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. Dees, you got some lighthearted stories that I really want to hear about, brother. Yeah, we got all kinds of stuff. A lot of it we couldn't get to last week. But the first one I wanted to touch on uh, was going back to this Jason Aldean stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. So, you know, we, we, we made jokes about it, but it happened. He has skyrocketed to number two on the charts. And the downloads for this song, Try That in a Small Town, have went through the roof. Now, uh, yesterday... It was basically discovered that, uh, what is it, six seconds? Yeah, six yeah. seconds of footage from the video has been quietly edited out. So everybody's like, oh, Jason Aldean cave, blah, blah, blah. Not so fast. Basically, what happened was Atlanta Fox 5 owned that footage from these were from BLM, BLM protests. That's what caused all the hubbub. Uh, but a Atlanta news station owned that footage and they gave permission initially, but then they reneged because they got, you know, felt the pressure and Jason Aldean, he didn't cave to anything. Um, he made a statement and it's just kind of funny how the narrative changed, but can, can we just go back to to not liking Jason Aldean music because it's it's just not good music? Yeah, I never I never liked Jason. The Aldean, song, to be I with mean, you. I, the lyrics, "Living in a Small Town," they are correct. They are correct. They they hit home. The song itself, I'm I'm really not all that impressed with. Well, because we're not pop country guys, we're not. We're, we're noticed. Are we? Anyway, still? we're back on right now. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, we were talking about Jason Aldean. And I was never a big fan of his just because of his style of music. Yeah. Uh, Dees and I were talking that, you know, we're heavy metal, hard rock guys, always have been. Outlaw country, maybe. I like older country. Yeah. The, the whole bro country thing never ap 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 appealed to me. I'll even go as far as, like, up into the late 90s. I wasn't a huge country fan, but it was still decent to me. I'm more of a 70s, early 80s country me too. Me as when well. When I'm not listening to rock. I but. as well. Yes, to be grammatically correct there. Oh, who uh, gives so, us? Yeah, there you go. But I was never a fan of Jason Aldean until this. I might even just download a song to help out, to be honest with you. I thought of thought about it, but the, the song's just not that good. I yeah, mean, I, I get it. I get it. It's just like the January 6th choir. I mean, the song wasn't, wasn't our style. But the point was, yeah, support him. It's a good cause. And I'll probably do the same thing with Jason Aldean, to be honest with you. Uh, you know what was a good cause, though, facing a lot of backlash, and we talked about this, was the uh, conservative dad's ultra-right beer that we tried. Yeah. One of those things, I wouldn't drink it every day, but, you know, I'll go ahead and, and pitch in and, 
and have one for the cause of it. So, yeah, same thing with Jason Aldean. But he's getting run through a ringer, but it seemed to help his career out. And God bless him for it because while the style of music is not our, our taste, the, the message is there, though, yeah. I, I, I would say. A couple of love stories for you. Jason Lee Pryor, age 21, was so stoked to propose to his girlfriend Melanie last week at the historic Royal Albion Hotel in Brighton, England. And then the hotel caught on fire. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the uh, the engagement was uh, put off. For a couple of months. Maybe that's a sign they shouldn't get That's hitched. what I'm about to say. Like, look, I don't care what, uh, you know, flying spaghetti monster in the sky you believe in. If you're about to propose and the location that you're going to use suddenly bursts into flames, that's the universe telling you that maybe this is a good idea. She's crazy. Run away very fast. Well, that's like, well, if they go and get married and, you know, lightning strikes a church, it's probably not a good sign either. Yeah. And, um. If you think that's bad, well, a Turkish couple went to a seaside cliff to celebrate their engagement. Oh, and just just got engaged. You know, let's go up to the romantic cliff and and take some pictures and watch the sunset. She fell off the cliff and died. Well, that's not funny when somebody dies. No, that's that's. Tell us what happened there. She just fell off. Did she jump? Did she? I well, can't do we this. don't Cold know feet. what happened because the. Uh, Soon to be husband, but not not anymore. Uh, went back to the car. Allegedly went back <laughs> Allegedly. to the car to get a drink, and he heard a scream and turned around, and she was gone. And then looked over the cliff, and there she was. And so started his weight loss diet. He lost 115 pounds instantly. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That was bad. I should have said that. It was. It's not funny. It's 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 actually really. There's sad. no truth to the rumor that he sobered up and realized that this is not the woman he wanted to spend the rest of his life with. And was that an actual she's, rumor? She's, no. Oh, okay. Just gotcha. me being me pushed her throw mama from the right. train thing. No, that's sad. But it I is. Mean, but they're in Turkey, so who cares? I would like to know what's the. Is there any speculation for how she fell? Uh, well, it does say that they were drinking. Well, don't mix cliffs and alcohol, kids. Yeah, That's no. a lesson for you. All right, we're going to have more uh, Fooly Monkey Shines and lessons to teach you when we come back here on the El Donzo and D Show on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. We're back, the El Donzo and D Show, here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal, coming at you from the Sky Hammer Studios on what is presumed to be probably a really nice Saturday morning. Uh, I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And we've got some more Dees' Fooly Monkey Shines here for you. Dees, take her away. Yeah, before I get into that, just want to remind you to check us out on all of our socials, Twitter, at El Donzo Dees. Facebook.com slash Eldonzo.D's. And most important of all, go to our YouTube. Please like and subscribe and look at our ugly faces every now and then. That is YouTube.com slash Eldonzo.D's. Now, here's a story that I wanted to get to last week, but I was cut off because you went off on a rant. on. on Why is it always my fault? Because it was. You, I don't even remember what you were. I'm trying to cut you off now. I know. <laughs> what <Go> you <laughs> went on a rant about, but yeah. 
One of my many. Yeah. All right. Take her away. A Florida family was awarded $800,000 after a McDonald's chicken McNugget burned a four-year-old girl. Why? Tell us. She was four years old when she suffered second-degree burns back in 2019. The girl was left with second-degree burns outside of a McDonald's in Tamarack near Fort Lauderdale when a McDonald's chicken McNugget fell on her leg when her mother pulled away from the drive-thru. So, I guess it should have been the dad that pulled out, right? (laughs) Go ahead. Bill's character. I mean... Four or eight hundred thousand dollars. Now you'll recall that McDonald's famously had to shell out what one point some million to a woman who burnt herself on coffee. Yeah, but she the, the woman that burned herself on coffee. Oh, I'm sorry. A- I'm sorry. Two point seven million. Wow. When she was burned by the coffee. But this is a woman orders a Happy Meal for her four year old child hands it to her, and then drives away. And, of course, kid being a kid, can't wait till you get home. So she rips open chicken nuggets, put it in her lap. Mom stomps away from the the drive-thru. The nuggets falls. One nugget goes down between the car seat and the thigh and basically just brands her. Um, the child no longer suffers any pain or anything. Point I'm making here is $800. Do you want to go to McDonald's? Yeah, I, I want to go now. I mean, I don't have to do this stupid show with you anymore. If I get eight hundred thousand dollars, food. Of course, it's going to be hot. Here's an idea: maybe don't give the scalding hot food to your four-year-old child. You can't cook it cold. Un- unsupervised. A second, de- a second degree burn is nothing. How bad could a chicken nugget get you? If you could, no, I don't buy it one bit. No, I could understand if it, like, you know explode a grease thing exploded and hit her i mean if yeah the kid went through a little bit of pain so what now she gets eight well she don't get eight i bet no, she i bet her, I bet her mom's gonna dime blow it on, of that gonna blow it on crack or something that was kind <laughs> of presumptive wasn't it yeah a little bit yeah that's, well you know what i don't bad. care i don't care okay i'm gonna start drinking soon anyhow let's <laughs> keep going here's a headline i bet you don't read every day unless i you can't read, read. This one particular story <laughs> go ahead well, now I lost it. That's not the only thing you've lost. You find your marbles while you're down there. Jeez. I'm looking. I'm looking. Come on, man. We got a show to run what here. What happened here? Dead it's air gone. kills. Do you know oh, that? Oh, here it is. A Georgia woman was attacked by a rabid beaver by oh. swimming in Lake Lanier. Did she get a fever from the beaver? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this might be the first time in history we've had beaver on beaver crime, though. Oh, Rabid beaver bit a girl. She was swimming in Lake Lanier to Gainesville, Georgia. The first such attack in decades. So apparently it has happened before. She was swimming on private property at the northern end of the lake Saturday when the beaver bit her on the leg. Uh, the girl's father then sweep, swiftly beat the beaver to death. What? Yeah. I mean, he was rabid. So... You, know what that, you know what that reminds me what of, What did he you? beat the beaver with? I don't know what he beat it with. What do you think he beat it with? Well, reminds me of that song Big Brown Beaver by Primus. Primus, yeah. That guy is weird. I worked as security for him. uh, Who, Les Claypool? Yeah. Yeah, he's not right. He ain't wrong either, but he ain't right. What else we got? He is definitely out. Um, What was the other? Cocaine sharks are strung out in the Florida Keys. Oh, boy. 
So we had Cocaine Bear, which was loosely based on a true story. And now we're saying, seeing that uh, lost shipments of cocaine, the Discovery Channels did a special called Cocaine Sharks, where cocaine shipments are lost at sea and sharks are eating them. Dude, they're creepy enough without being right. hopped up on coke. Yeah, like the last thing I want when I'm trying to enjoy a good day at the beach is, you know, a tiger shark all geeked out on cocaine. Because, <laughs> <laughs> look, you're probably not out swimming him if he's not on coke, but I would imagine if he is on coke, pretty much just shoots that mm. shot in the well, hell. Well, I guess if you're going to go swimming in shark-infested waters at that point, bring some coke with you. If they come up and bother you, just rub some on his face. What do you think? Uh, it's something. Instead of punching him in the nose, shove something up his nose. Do you ever watch the show Cold Case Files? I have. Oh, here's a cold case for you. A Minnesota man was found dead in a freezer that he hid in to evade the police. Play stupid games? Win stupid prizes. There you go. Brandon Lee Bushman, age 34, was discovered in a chest freezer in the basement of an unoccupied home on June 26th after he apparently tried to evade cops who were in the area. Was it one of those ones, that, the old style that locks? Uh, it had to have been something like that. Idiot. I mean... I realize they're magnetized. I, well, that's one less oxygen bandit we got roaming the earth, so that's okay. I, I was the freezer on is my question because, like some deep freezes, when you shut the door, it's got that suction where it it's really hard to open. The, oh, right let me away. tell you something. If I was locked in a freezer, it was just I'd suction, get out. I'd get out. Yeah, I, especially yeah. a chest. I mean, it, I I guess I have questions. Like I got one out in my garage. Maybe I'll go jump in it. There you go. Well, the way the weather's been, I don't think that would be a bad idea. Yeah, 100 and what going to be 10 heat index here. Anyway, go ahead. At, we got a little at, bit more time. At please. least 110. Uh, let's see what else I can throw out here. AI robots claim they can run the world better than humans, and we can achieve great things, they say. Well, we've been talking about this. Yeah. We haven't had a good AI story in a long time other than Skynet. James Cameron on that interview basically said, uh, I tried to warn you. Yeah, oh. it was a movie called Terminator. We're walking right into it. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go walk into an ice cold, ice cold Miller Light here. This you is almost the, said Bush Light. I almost said Bush Light. This is the El Donzo and D Show, and I'm not drinking Anheuser Busch products. I'm out of here, baby. See ya.